everyone. This is Madison Curtis at Love Your Van Life Podcast, and this is episode one. <laughs> okay, today on my very first episode, I have no other but my best friend and partner in life, Tyler Zappa, and he is here to help me get the courage and confidence to talk to all you beautiful people out there and to really just cover the basics of what this whole podcast will be about. Hello. Hi, Tyler. Thank you for joining me today. You're very welcome. So, tell me a little bit about yourself. My name's Tyler Zappa. Um, I am 32 years old. I have been best friends with you for roughly five years. I think going on six years this year. No, five years this year. Um, I live in a van full time with you and our puppy Willow. Um, I'm a waiter, server currently. Can you tell me some of your hobbies? Some of my hobbies, most favorite things in the world are playing the drums, thinking I can sing, maybe in the shower. And um, I, I like singing the word, um, <laughs> yeah. I love uh, computers. I love messing with computers and software, photography, big passion of mine. Didn't is. you just put different memory or something in your I computer I literally <laughs> installed memory, RAM, whichever you have yep. into my laptop. I'm six foot three. So a lot of people ask me, how in the world do you live in a van? Well, thanks to you, you found a van that has a ceiling that, uh, That's right. that permits that. Well, on that note, the van that we live in is actually a 2008 Ford passenger van, but it also has a high top on it yep. that was put on afterwards. Aftermarket. Yep. Yep. That is correct. That is a lifesaver. Oh my goodness. I feel like Quasimodo. Like you still have a few inches, right? To stand up and mm. not hit your... It's like two... I wouldn't two call inches. them inches. Probably <laughs> centimeters. <laughs> okay. But we hit our head all the time. We make yeah. a joke about how we're going to each have our own helmet. I don't know. I don't know if a helmet will save me anymore at this point. <laughs> you just kind of embrace it. Tiny That's living. Right. That's right. I am, like you said, your best friend and on good days, your partner, I think. Um, I am here to help you start off this first episode by asking you some simple questions that your viewers may want to know about you and what they're getting themselves into. Well, I am excited and very grateful to have you do that because who else than a fellow listener to really cover everything all of you would like to know. Go ahead. All right, Madison. My first question for me and everyone out there is what exactly is van life? Hmm. I'm glad you ask. Is it because my name is Love Your Van Life? <laughs> Maybe. Just a little bit. <laughs> All right. So, tiny home. That's exactly what it is. It's a tiny home on wheels. When I tell people I live in a van, they give me this shocked expression and they immediately want to buy me dinner or something. Or and they think you're homeless. <laughs> yes. Well, that's what I mean. They're like, do you need, do you need money? Well, yeah, sure. I'll take all the monies, but it's a choice. We definitely choose this lifestyle and while it doesn't have things that come in a basic All the luxuries house. of an apartment. Yeah, yeah like with an apartment or house, you'll have the bathroom separate. You have an oven to cook pizzas in. You have air conditioning, whatever. I can't even remember at this point. There's so much extra stuff that I've gotten used to being without. But we have also extra stuff. Gosh, you go to work and then you realize you don't have to be there yet. And you go take a nap or go play video games in the bed. It's nice. We don't have a TV. We watch... TV or Netflix on our nice laptops. Cell phones. On our cell phones. Um, with our solar panels, uh, we have two 100-watt panels, and we can charge two laptops, two phones, our music player, have a fan that keeps us cool. I believe it's 24 amp hours is, is what it says. Uh, I don't know. It's about my pay grade. <laughs> I just enjoy it. <laughs> but we can do all that, and we never run out of power. Right. Not yet. The idea of it is to basically have less and use the money that you're making at that job that you spend all those hours at 
And instead of putting that money into a expensive box where you pay for a water bill and an electric bill and a garbage you bill. Call it a box. Is the box a home, an apartment, a house? Yes. Okay. It's, I guess, my cynical way of calling something that I used to do. I used to work at a job, maybe 40 hours a week, and all of that money, at least three-fourths of it, went to that box. It was an apartment for me and for us. And we had to pay all of our bills, check all those boxes. We had to buy groceries to fill up our fridge that we maybe would only eat half of them. Well, scratch all that. So now we chose to buy this van and I have a monthly payment on that. But aside from that, the solar panels give me free electricity from the sun. And I pretty much just use water from jugs. I shower at Planet Fitness and I just save a ton of money living like this. And I really chose this because... When we would go camping, every chance we got, we would be in a tent that kind of leaked, wake up wet and cold. We would have to just be outside or be in the tent. Now we have a home that moves. So if we want to go to Florida tomorrow, we just pack up and have something with AC or something to get you out of the rain. Well, I don't have AC or heat. Even when your van's running? When the van's sitting. When the van's running, I have heat that is really convenient. And I have AC when it runs. You referred to it as the box. You didn't want to live in the box anymore. Mm -hmm. What is another example of a way that made you feel like the van life was for you? Like it's, you could have done uh, many other things, uh, lived many other ways in hostels or rooming up with people or even being uh, what some people call a hobo or a train jumper. So you asked me what a box is. I call an apartment or a house or even a van a box, but I was spending a lot of money on a apartment and the bills and the furnishing and I thought I had to fill up every shelf with a vase or some object that I thought looked cute and I was introduced to a lifestyle of where people live in school buses or vans and they saved all that money instead they put all that extra money that they paid on rent and bills and they would go on vacation their whole life would be a vacation because they wouldn't have to be back at a job after a certain amount of days that they got off Now you just have to work and make enough money to get to the next destination. Or if you find a place you like, just work enough to pay that bare minimum bill income that you have to have or in your, in your groceries and dog food. And then after that, you just spend whatever you want to or save it. Okay. Okay. Madison. So now that we know what van life is, at least to you, why do you want to do this? What makes you feel called to being a part of van life? That's a good question. It's the whole reason for all of this. I love to travel. And after packing everything and making the perfect packing list of what I need with a tent, a lantern, matches, dry, extra clothes, bed sheets to be warm enough if it was cold, all of that, after I would load it all up in the car and then unpack it all and put it in the tent and say nothing got wet or everything got wet, then you have to take certain precautions to take care of your stuff. So you load it all back in the car, you go all the way back home. Maybe you dry it, maybe you put it back in the storage unit of the closet. That's so many steps. Not only did I pay the gas to get to that location, I had to pay the gas to get back home just in time to make it to work. Exhausted because we probably didn't sleep much on our fun trip. So I want to take out all of those middle steps And the best way that was introduced to me was living in a vehicle because you pretty much put everything you want to take with you in your home. Or everything you feel like you need. Exactly. Or in a sense. Or want. And with living in it, and especially, it's like having a way bigger backpack. You get to keep everything you want or need. And then all the extra cool stuff, like extra batteries and a scooter 
it was just, it seemed like an incredible idea. I bet. It sounds, sounds very fun. <laughs> okay. Everyone has a unique perspective. What has been the most unique perspective to you in doing what you've done thus far? I guess I always thought of myself with a minimalist mindset. I like having less and having bigger experiences. And I've never liked just spending too much money going shopping. But I also like my stuff. I like feeling like I look cute. And I like having multiple jacket options. Um, but living in a van... I'm forced to look at my space and every time I buy something, now it has to find a home. I can't just put it on a shelf and I can't just put a new, what are those infinity shelves? You just kind of, mm -hmm. that kind of look cool just right. on the wall sitting there. Well, now it has to be strapped down because when I drive down the road or go down a bumpy, <laughs> bumpy, whatever gravel street, especially here in Mississippi, if it's not very well strapped in, it's going to fall over. And if it's not plastic or rubber, it's probably going to break. <laughs> So I've learned that, that the hard way. <laughs> yes. And so it's really helped me have less and really take into account maybe what I need. And it makes me ask myself over and over, do I really want this? Is it worth the trouble of finding it a new place? I got you. That that makes a lot of sense. So it's that's that's very clear, very well put. And I know like um with, with doing this, you have love your van life. It's at love your van life on Instagram. Yep. That's and my number one social media outlet. And I like giving people a visual perspective of my life. I got you. I got you. So what you're what are you hoping to share or do with us with, with this podcast and love your van life? I kinda have a scattered brain. I wanna do everything and anything and I am working on really getting organized. So what I've been able to narrow down with what I want out of this podcast is I'm really passionate about people. I'm passionate about people not limiting themselves anymore and not telling them themselves that they have to do A, B, and C before they can get to that goal or get to that dream. So when you say you're passionate about people, you're passionate about what drives them to meet the goals they've set before themselves or no, you're passionate I'm about... I'm more passionate about them getting there. Okay. And instead Their story. of getting to something that makes them happy. Okay. I feel like we live in a world where we called something the American dream and bear with me. And it never really worked, at least not for a man and woman, because that American dream was focused around maybe a man making all the money and a woman keeping a house clean and pretty. Well, none of us want to do that anymore. There's maybe some, and it, you can do both to show people that Quit making excuses. If you want to go overseas and teach English, you don't have to get a certain degree and you don't have to wait until you're a certain age and you don't have to wait till you have a certain life partner. You don't have to wait till your kids are out of school. Quit making excuses and start living that dream life now because it's never going to get easier. Back to van life. I, I worked on this goal for over three years. I was waiting to have enough money. I was waiting to have a remote job. I was waiting to be happy enough to finally go. And I was waiting on my family to have perfect health and to not have a holiday or birthday come up where I wouldn't feel guilty going on the road. After three years, I realized that day never came and was never going to come. So I just had to take a chance and go. Yeah. It sounds like you were mentally spreading yourself really thin yes. and trying to meet all of this criteria that you were setting on yourself. So would you, would you say to your audience, like, Hey guys, like quit Quit making those stepping stones so far apart and so, so why just 
literally put one foot in front of the other and quit being scared. Yes. I mean, yes. Goals are important, big and small. And yes, it makes sense. You can't just change your whole life tomorrow, but you can quit telling yourself that you have to wait for a five-year plan or a 10-year plan or until your kids graduate high school because it is about you. And as an adult, as a parent, if you are one of those people that have kids and you're worried about getting them out of school before you can move to your dream location, you're the parent. It's up to you to make the best calls for your life and, and for your how family. To make it work for you yes. and your family. Yes. Even Be- if it's just a weekend thing you guys do this together with, if, if that is your escape or because me and you've both seen a lot of people do it a lot of different ways. Yes, that you can be an occasional van lifer and or you can just be one of those people blessed enough to have your hotel suite that you go to once a year. That's good. That's enough if That's that is all one. you I've, want. I've heard you say, I don't know why we go and get these hotel suites when the whole weekend we spend out of the hotel room. Yes. Living van life has made me appreciate hotels in a whole new world. Like I got, I <laughs> you want rent one and don't want to leave it. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. I wanted to do van life so I wouldn't have to pay for hotel rooms anymore, which has been awesome. Like I went to North Carolina for a month, never paid for a hotel room once. But now me and you may go out of town for a weekend. And recently for New Year's Eve, we splurged on a hotel room because we live in a van. So therefore we don't have a hot tub or a shower that we can just get in. But you did that weekend. Yep, that's right. (laughs) We had a full-size TV, a jacuzzi in the, I guess, living room area. And that was nice. But guess what we didn't do? We didn't get a hotel room and then spend all of our time outside the room spending more money just to make it back in time to sleep three hours and get up really we early really, and be exhausted. We really took in those spoils. Rather than mm-hmm. just being spoiled, we appreciated what we had or could do with what we had and could do. Yes, and that's that's how I want to look at it. Sometimes I get a little too passionate. I like how this is forcing us to really examine everything and what it's probably meant to do. Because as busy humans, and here we are in America, we have so many outlets to go to. We can go to New Orleans, we can go to Orlando, we can go to music festivals, but why go spend all that money on a hotel room when you're gone all day and you just sleep five hours at night and then you're Mm -hmm. back out there? Like we always camp in a tent when we go to a music festival. For some reason it always rains. It always storms. (laughs) Yes. So it's not ideal, but it's the cheapest route and it makes most sense for us. So now I just carry my tent and my hotel room with me. Is there a certain audience that you hope to attract or is there a certain audience out there that you hope to inspire? Everyone. Everyone. Good answer. I I hate limitations. I hate it when I put them on myself or I hear other people's limitations. I want to reach everyone, but I'm going to be excited for every individual listener who gives me their valuable time. Mm -hmm. And I want to just encourage humans as a whole to go after their best selves that if they've hated their life up until this very moment, if they feel like giving up, if they're lonely or if they're depressed or if they're just in this constant busy work cycle because they think one day it's going to pay off, that's fine. But you're not alone. We all feel this way. We all talk ourselves out of the things that we want to do the most. And we all just have a hard time getting out of bed sometimes. Or maybe you just got it going on and you got the perfect life. And I would love to have you as a guest on my show and you can help encourage other people and maybe one of your methods will help us get to the next step that we want to be at. You, you kind of touch base on my on my very next and right now my last question I want to ask you is I, I want to know, do you personally, because we're talking about other people here and, mm-hmm. and maybe they would love this part and they you touched base on it. Do you struggle with believing in yourself and in finding this, this self-like worthy 
this wandering, this what is life all about? What am I supposed to be doing with myself? It seems like you're already kind of answering that, telling us like it is scary. It, it can be difficult. It can be a lot of things. But you personally, are you struggling with it? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am struggling. I am struggling at every second that I put effort towards even making this podcast for you and right. every stranger and family member out there. Mm -hmm. And I'll get really inspired and encouraged and that expression gets set on fire to do something. And the second I pull out this microphone and about 15 minutes in, it's only self-doubt and I guess negativity that I feel. And I, I feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like I won't have any interesting things to say. I feel like no one's going to want to participate on my show or encourage others. But then I also know that those, those are all lies. That and those, those are, are the lies exact we tell things you're telling us that are keeping us or others from doing what you're trying to do or are doing. And I'm trying to go through with this podcast because if I don't, then I have no room to talk. This podcast scares the heck out of me, but I believe in it and I believe in its purpose. Whether it lasts for a day or a year, I know that I will regret not going through with it. And my goal in this world for me is to have the least amount of regret as possible. Well, I will have some, but I want to have less and I want to enjoy life. We have freedom of speech and we can freaking do this. This is awesome. How <laughs> random. What cool technology we have. So here's something that I'm scared to do. But since I'm able to do it and I've already done this much effort, I bought this kind of stuff. Why waste it? Why right. just talk myself out of something and let fear win once again? Sounds like sounds like you know exactly what you want and if you don't, you know exactly what you're willing to do to find out. And I know I'm very proud of you and everything you're doing. And I hope your listeners, you know, find some good feedback and, and some things. So kind of to, to wrap any of this up, is, is there anything else that you feel like you want to add to, to this episode or at least to this segment? Is there something that... Yes, because I want to really express how much excitement I have to talk to you people out there. So it's not just all worry, doubt, and scared, like being no, scared and fear. I'm filled all with all of that comes with me, but there's tons mm -hmm. of excitement and good vibes. Exactly. I think they're all kind of the same. And depending on which frequency you open up to in that moment is what you're going to do. You're going to be excited about it. And then you're going to go through with it blindly or you're going to be excited. But then all of a sudden you're getting nervous and you're like, oh, I can't ever do this. I'm throwing right. all this stuff away. Right. This is stupid. So I am looking for humans out there with passions and with struggles and maybe you have a dream maybe you haven't taken one step towards that dream well i would like you to be on my show i want to hear about that dream i want to hear why it is something that you that you want to do that you feel like you could bring into this world and make it a better place and i want to know about what struggles you're going through and what you do to either help defeat those or maybe they're defeating you and you can talk about it and remind other people that they're not alone. And that if it's Monday, just hold on. Just hold on and Tuesday will come. And it can be a ready better day. Yeah, it's going to come, ready or not. So might as well get ready for it. I believe a good friend of ours told you something that, that you loved. You've told me it several weeks now in a row. Maybe yeah, you're you talking about Lakin, aren't you? Yes, I am. Maybe you could tell us what Lakin kind of said. Well, Mr. Lakin's a cool dude with a cool beard. And maybe he'll be on the show <laughs> one of these days. But... We ran into him while he was getting his woman some beautiful earrings, and she already got them now, Christmas. so I'm not spoiling, yeah. it's not a spoiler alert or anything. Well, we sat down with him and ate some food, and he just talked about how now that he's a father, he is always worried about 
keeping his child alive and, you know, to teach him what he needs to learn. Or what and if he dies first? Or yes. What if his son dies? Like, or... he don't want his son to die first. And parents aren't supposed to outlive their kids. But if he does die first, well, dang it, because his kids needs them. And he just said, you know what? I have to tell myself, if I worry about it now, and it hadn't even happened, I'm just forcing myself to worry about it twice. Yep. Right? Yep. And so then you, you get sad or you get angry and it hasn't even happened and it may never happen. So you're really just causing yourself all these problems. You're manifesting all of this energy exactly. into something you're that is either definitely going to happen mm-hmm. or isn't. Yep. Either way, you're just spending a lot of your energy. So I'm trying to worry about this less. And as soon as I just post it, whatever, it's out there. And you can hate it. You can love it. And you can come back. I hope you do. You turn it up or turn it <laughs> and off. And I hope you don't think that this is how the rest of this show will be like. It's going to be an adventure and a new experience every time. Well, thank you for having me on your on your show. And I'm, I was um, honored and thrilled to ask you all these questions. And I hope you nothing but the best in the future with this podcast. Thank you very much, Tyler. You I appreciate you. You are welcome. Good luck. Thank you. And thank you to all of you who are listening. And like we said, this is the very first episode. It's a newborn baby. So let's see how old and smart we can make this child. It's a weird metaphor, but I'm going with it. <laughs> and I look forward to speaking with you again on episode two. Good night, guys. Peace out. Bye. Right now, I'm going to cheers, Tyler, with our go-to beverage, water. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Even though it should be. His, Jack his, and Coke. His name's Jack. Jack and his partner, Daniel, and his third partner, Coke is our favorite. We definitely try to keep a good balance and we learned that the hard way. Moderation. Mm-hmm. So cheers. Cheers. Clink, 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 clink. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't fall over the microphone. <laughs>